0: But this love, this love that we see in John chapter 15, verse 13, um, is agape love, the God kind of love, the love that can, can give of itself, even if its own needs are not being met. The God kind of love that sees the best, talks the best, acts the best, gives the best. It's not about getting, it's about giving. And this is the kind of love that he's talking about that comes with a friendship. This kind of friendship is, I know that I can count on you and you can count on me. Amen. Amen. And so uh, I just wanted to share uh, something with you that I read today that I just thought was just hilarious. Hilarious. So in this day in this day of social media, you know, like wh- what would Jesus do if if uh, Jesus were walking today? You know, or if back in Jesus' day, they had Facebook and Twitter and all the social media stuff that we got that monopolizes our life. <laughs> right, <laughs> Shanice. <laughs> OK, so, um, so question. Would the wise men have looked to a star to get them to the manger, or would they have simply map quested it? Map quest, right. Whose voice would they have chosen for the verbal directions on their GPS? Like a Moses kind of voice, or something more angelic, like Gabriel, singing them the directions, right? Uh, And what would you think about Mary and Joseph? How would Joseph have handled all the tweets and all the Facebook comments about his betrothed Mary, who is now pregnant? Would he have been unfriend, unfriend, unfriend? Amen? How would he have handled that? Uh, How would they have found their way to the inn? Would they have Googled Travelocity? Amen. And uh, you know, when Jesus was born, would she w- should have or would she have? Sure enough, put all those pictures up on her Facebook page <laughs> to show the Savior, right? So, you know, and so when Jesus started ministering, would he have? Uh, put everything out on Twitter? Would he have foregone the, the Sermon on the Mount and just posted it up on Twitter, posted it up on Feb- uh, Facebook, and left it at that? Uh, would he have even been able to reach the people? Would the people have even come out to sit on the mountainside? Or would they have preferred to sit on their couch And watch their uh, live streaming. Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, interestingly enough, y'all can do the math and do all the counting. But uh, all of the Beatitudes fit in the character limit for a tweet. 140 characters. Amen. Amen. So one tweet, Beatitudes. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So another question. Uh, Would the multitudes ask Jesus to friend them after, you know, seeing him perform miracles or watching him on Facebook or YouTube? perform miracles? Would he have had just a deluge of people, you know, friend me, friend me, friend requests? Amen. Would he have unfriended Judas in the garden? Would he have unfriended the disciples? You say, Oh, well, that's easy. Of course not. Jesus would never unfriend somebody. That's not necessarily true, but <coughs> Um but interesting questions, interesting questions uh, to contemplate in our quick, fast-paced microwave. Uh be real quick about everything, including relationships, hurry, 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 give me, give me, give me world that we live in. Amen. And so The Lord wants us to understand that it's it's not about quantity, it's about quality. It's about the quality of relationship that we have one with another because that is how He's designed us to be. We can use social media to spread the gospel, absolutely. We can use social media to network with people and meet new people, amen, expose them to the gospel, et cetera, et cetera. Um, We can use them as tools, but they certainly never are meant or should never be used by us to substitute a face-to-face relationship. They should lend opportunity for face-to-face relationship and growth and development in that. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's That's why they're powerful tools. But so many of, and I won't even put you in that category, I'll say the younger generation don't understand that. Don't understand that. Because that's all they know. That's all they know. And so we who understand I'm putting up with me now. The aged ones. (laughs) That you know, we who understand face to face relationship, the world before Facebook, world before Twitter. You know, the let's meet at at Starbucks, not that we have an iPad and I'm in I'm my iPad on Facebook and you're on your iPad in Facebook. But we are enjoying each other's company, talking, getting to know each other, sharing, meeting together, praying one for another, believing God, expecting God to move in each other's lives, right? Moving and, and supporting one another and seeing each other grow in a relationship one with another, Amen? And so we've got to understand that that's that agape love on the inside of us that should be driving us and propelling us, giving us that need on the inside. You know, we can't satisfy it with Facebook. We can't satisfy it. Facebook is a tool, um, a tool, but it can never uh, take the place of that love that God places on the inside of us, that desire for that phileo friendship love, the desire for that uh, agape love to flow forth in our lives. You know? We see sometimes people cross over boundaries, you know, using social media because they think that they know you, right? And it's just that desire to have that connection. Praise God. And so, you know, as we... Um, move here and about, you know, solid Christians that we are, and as you are developing your friendships with people, it's important for you to be aware of that, that certainly not everybody is designed to be your best friend. Right? And just because somebody is your friend um, on Facebook or social media or, you know, just because you work with somebody doesn't mean that they have full access your life and so what social media does also is it encourages people to give their self away prematurely right? so used to filling out the profiles of all of your likes all of your dislikes all the places that you go you know you can put the GPS on your phone and people can see where you are at any random moment Give yourself away to people who don't, you don't even know. Who don't, I mean, who you don't know have the love of God in their heart for you. Amen. And so, uh, you know, God certainly doesn't want his children operating like that. He wants us seeking after him about who he's designed to be in our lives on that front line, to have that access to us. You know, not just anybody could have been the 12 walking with Jesus. Jesus passed up a whole lot of guys to go find Matthew, a whole lot of guys to pull out Peter, right? And probably sometimes looking at Peter, he was just like, boy, oh, boy. Really, he's the one? Daddy, my goodness. Hmm? Or Judas. Daddy, he's a thief. He's a thief, and you want him on my team. Amen. But God has reasons for people being in our lives. God has reasons for us bringing people close into our lives. Right? And God will tell you, "Uh uh-uh. No, my child, no. No. Turn and run the other way. Right? And not give ourselves away. And so I know you all are operating with the wisdom of God because I know you all. Right? Or I know enough about you to know that you are, are operating with the wisdom from God and I believe that, Uh, Some of the things that I have shared with you tonight, uh, you'll be able to use and you'll be able to assist others around you understand that there's no need for us to give ourselves away prematurely to people. And we can give ourselves away. Some people think that that just means sex. It has nothing to do with sex. You can be really intimate with somebody and not be having sex. And you are not. You're not called to, to, to go there prematurely because when you do, that's when you get hurt. Right? You have to allow people, you know, take, take, take them through the course, so to speak. You know, put them through the, you know, all the, the pylons, right, put them through the paces and see and build up that trust and understand that, okay, yeah, this person has my back. I can share this with them. And I know that it won't be taken wrongly. I can share these fears or these concerns, and they will know to pray for me and with me. And that, then take that information and run and tell somebody. Right? I mean, the the reason why you marry the person that you do is because you know that this person has got my back. Right? I I mean, you know, with, with Pastor and myself, you know, the Lord told us pretty quickly, you know, yeah, they're the one. I'm like, okay. So now it's, okay, now we have to make a decision. We progress in this friendship. But it's all about building up that trust and being able to make that decision, knowing and understanding uh, every step of the way, this is what you want, Lord. You know, this This is okay with you, Lord. This is okay with you, Lord. This is okay with you, Lord. Amen. Was I the only right one for Pastor? No. Was he the only right one for me? No. It was our decision. Amen. But now that we said, I do, I'm the only one anointed to be his wife. And he's the only one anointed to be my husband. I'm the only one anointed to deal with his stuff. Amen. And I'm, you know, and he's the only one anointed to deal with my stuff. I trust him. He trusts me. We've learned how to pray for each other. We know how to talk to each other and read through those unspoken words. Right? Because we went through the paces of friendship. And I learned, you know, how he responds to different things in different seasons of his life. How he responds to tests and trial. I saw that before we got married. And I said, I can deal with that. For life, I can deal with that. Amen? Because, right, after you say I do, does anything necessarily change? Behavior? No. Right? What you see what you get. What you say I do, too, is what you get. Amen? Some people marry and say, oh, I'll fix that after we get married. You know, yeah, I see that issue over there, but I'll fix that. You know, where that will go away after we get married. They'll change. No. No. The, the dating time, the pre-marriage time, is time to handle that and understand, can I deal with that if that never changes ever in life? And if the answer is no, then say, I love you as a friend, but we're not taking it beyond this. And to be all right with that. And praise the Lord for it. Amen? Amen. But God is good. He puts people in our life for a reason. And God will bless us as we continue to grow in those relationships. Understanding the purpose of the relationship. Amen? And I know that, that I'm, I am where I am today because I followed after God in understanding different friendships and friendship levels in my life. Now, you know, I wasn't, I didn't make all the right decisions regarding that, but I learned and I grew in understanding God's design for me. And that, you know, if if so-and-so never wants to be my close friend, that's all right. Amen. That's all right. Because God has a perfect design for me. Because I probably don't have the capacity to be their friend, and they don't have the capacity to be my friend. It's not about you know I don't look right enough. I don't talk right enough. I don't have enough. You know I don't have enough. I don't. I don't have enough. I don't. I'm not good enough. I, you know all the enoughs, enoughs, enoughs. It's not about that. It's about understanding. I don't have the capacity to to have the responsibility to be their friend. And they can't take on the responsibility to be my friend. Cool. Good with that. Amen. Takes all the pressure off. Hallelujah. God is good. And He has purpose, design, plan for our lives and for all the people in our lives. And I'm so thankful that you are in my life. Amen. And I hope you are thankful for the people who are here with us. In this room together, and you know your levels of friendship one with another are entirely different. And some are growing in, in relationship and friendship, and some will just always maybe stay at a certain level. You'll always be brothers and sisters in Christ, Amen. But you not you might not be those close running buddies, right? But that's okay. God's got those close running buddies. He's got those best friends. He's got those close friends for you. You have to open up your heart and understand who they are. Praise God. Amen. Amen. It's all about quality. Quality. God's quality. God's best. He has the very best in mind for you. Because he desires to bless us more than we can ever think or even imagine. Amen? All right. We're just going to close off there because that's all I've got for you tonight. Amen.